your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. And thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Uh, On today's show, we will be discussing Jonas Johansson, no longer a member of the Colorado Avalanche. Is that surprising that he was claimed? Maybe. Is it surprising who claimed him? I think definitely. We will discuss that. We will also look into the possibility of the, well, it's not the possibility, the salary cap for the NHL will be going up significantly in a couple of years. Will that have any impact on what the Avalanche do with Nathan McKinnon when his contract is up? We'll explain it all and kind of discuss, and does it have any impact at all? And then we'll also talk about the Olympics, because if you told me six months ago that the NHL players would be going, I would have said 100% yes. Uh, now it's looking less and less that like that might happen. So we will discuss all of that and then some even get into the Avalanche Ranger game. Is this a trap game for them? Uh, but all that and then some first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, LOP and underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, go to Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com and follow, follow or subscribe to the channel, the Avalanche, Locked on Avalanche YouTube channel. There we go uh, to follow us on uh, the YouTube if you want to get your show in video form. So uh, if you are watching on YouTube, I posed the question to Kyle, which I will now get an answer from. Is the move the Florida Panthers just took in claiming Jonas Johansson off of waivers, is that just a reaction to them losing? I really don't want to think that, but you never know. Uh, What what do you think? What do you think? If the... Carolina, Montreal, pettiness over contracts and all that hasn't been going on. That they want to claim is not petty, which nobody believes. And tweeting stuff out in French and no, 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 no. Uh, This is right up there. Um, If this is the new, um, we were talking after the Ranger game, like we don't really have an East Coast rival. If this is where it's introduced, so be it. Bring it on. Um, yeah, I have no problem with that. I have no love lost for the Panthers. I do love Anthony Duclair and Barkoff, but if this is how it's going to be, game on, Panthers. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- th- that was the last team he had to get by. Yeah. The way that, um, you know, that waivers work is um, <clears throat> from, the, from the worst team in the league gets first crack at a player put on waivers. They go through the list to in the very best team at the time of when that person's put on waivers. Uh, gets the last crack him. So it was Florida or he would have have made it. Mm-hmm. Um he didn't. Florida decided to to pick him up. Yeah, and and you could you can't help but think that. You can't help but think <clears throat> they were a little salty from from their loss. They're not used to losing this year anyway. Um and they they got beat. They got beat fair and square. It was a good game and Maybe this is forward thinking on their part. Maybe this isn't such a bad move by them because they know the Avalanche have had problems with their goaltenders in years past and this year. 
So if you feel like this is going to be the team that kind of stands in your way of winning a Stanley Cup, which if they are, it will be in the Stanley Cup final. Maybe you cut them off at their knees and not not saying that, you know, Johansson is a major player for them. But if things continue to go sour for the Avs and they have some some issues at goaltender and they, you know, they would have easily fallen back on him. Now, what do they have to fall back on? Now they have some really unproven goalies to fall back on. So, yeah, we're sitting here saying like, oh, it might be a petty move by by Florida, but it, it might be a smart one by them. Exactly. Uh, the Avalanche were at a point down Kemper, and then Francois was hurt. So it was Eustace, Annan, and, and JoJo at one point. There was almost a moment we had to use an e-bug if anything happened to JoJo in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Florida's way of, okay, you guys think you have everything settled. You have Kemper and Francois back. They're taking one little piece away and seeing if this Jenga tower will fall when it comes to Colorado. Yeah. They're basically um, saying... Uh, Kemper and and Francois have to remain healthy, yep. and if they don't, you guys are screwed. Unless the Avalanche do something at trade deadline where they they find some backup somewhere. Yeah, they're they're definitely forcing the move with relying and maybe burning some time off Yusus Andonen. Um, that we were mm. going to put him in Loveland and see how he goes and yeah. give him a little bit more time. This is this is the Florida Panthers playing the long game here, yeah. and. If anything happens, which happens a lot with Colorado, this is going to put us in a bind. Yeah. It doesn't help yeah. that uh, Kadobin is also on waivers with Dallas. I'm just going to bring that up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see where where he goes if he goes unclaimed. Uh, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, having said that, the Avalanche are back out on the ice and will be matching up against the Rangers again. And we just saw them last week. We all know what happened. Avalanche took advantage of a rookie goalie in his first ever game and uh, put up a seven spot on them. So, and we were saying when we did the crossover with John after that game, we were saying, you know, the next game that's happened, you know, that that's the following week, which is today. Uh, we don't expect that to to repeat itself. I don't know who's going to be in goal yet if Shesterkin is up. I mean, and they are playing a back to back again. This is the beginning of a back to back. So I don't know who who they're they're gonna put in net for the the first game. Um, let me see who the the second game is <clears throat> quickly. Um, but if you want to talk about, could I mean, I don't want to use the term trap game because I don't feel like the Avalanche are ever gonna be like caught in a game. I feel like they're always prepared. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't you know sometimes out on the ice, maybe you know the effort level might not be there all the time, but I kind of feel like it. when you're playing a Ranger team who you just throttled is going to be looking for revenge, you better be on your game. And this is, um, we say we're trying to stay away from trap game, but this is a dangerous game. Yes, we did have a easy time with the Rangers last time, but we also are now just coming off a very emotional and very pivotal win for the Avalanche this season. This is where you catch the emotions at in cruise control. Right. And this is also the first games um, against the Rangers that we've seen them since the Truba hit. And that physicality yeah, that was also in the second and third period can also carry over. There's not a lot of love lost in that between the two teams right now. So if we come in just kind of going through the motions and that emotion from the Truba hit carry over with a more established goalie, we might see a little bit of a different score and 
it might be another 3-2 game that is decided in the last minute or two. So don't expect another blowout because there's a lot more on the line than what it appears on paper. This is according to uh, the the score app anyway, which isn't always 100% accurate. And, and nobody is because, you know, the, the official uh, rosters have not been released, obviously, as of we're recording this. They have... Uh, Shesterkin going up, and, and they use the expected tagline. So they expect Shesterkin because the following day the Rangers are going up against Arizona. Mm. So you'd have to think you're playing your your backup against the lesser team and play your ace against the better team on a back to back. Kind of what, what my thinking would be on that. I would even throw out, do we even know who's going to be between the pipes for Colorado? Now that Pavel Francos is up, mm. do you try him out here? Do you give Kemper, like after that win, we talked about the emotional win against Florida, do you give him a break here? Like, Well, uh, there, a reason for that could be your next game is against Nashville, and that's a division game. Exactly. Which are always more important. That you know, I'm not saying the Ranger game is not important. It is, every game is important. Uh, but that might not be a bad idea if, if Francois is ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Because right now at the time of recording, we're looking up at Nashville in the standings and that game means more. Like if it's just right now, if you beat the Rangers, that looks good because they have a better record and more points at this moment. But Nashville means more. Right. So does it hurt to put Paul Francois in against the Rangers and then bring Kemper back for no. Nashville? That would be a better play. Yeah, but we will see. And that game, like you said, that you just came off of was, you know, that, that was a taxing game. Mm-hmm. So, you, like, you know, you're, you're, you're still recouping from that uh, physically and mentally, especially the goalie. Yep. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if you see Francois in there and to get him back out there. Yeah. He, he's got to get back out there. So um, we'll pay attention to that. But uh, that, yeah, that's a good point. Um, all right. Let's uh, hear from Omaha Stakes and Boost Mobile, and then we'll discuss some salary cap and looking forward and kind of play the what if game here. So, which we will, you know, when we put the GM caps on, we're usually completely wrong and totally off, but it's just fun to do anyway. So, um, but Omaha Stakes, the holidays are around the corner, and uh, you can, f- and finding the perfect gift can be tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter NHL into the search bar to order what is known as the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. And when you use the code NHL, you'll also get eight Omaha Steak burgers for free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, which I have been uh, on the front lines of uh, in getting things. I'm sure you have, too. Uh, (laughs) So do not delay and don't wait. Order what is known as the perfect gift package today at OmahaSteaks.com. And once again, you'll get those eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. OmahaSteaks.com, keyword NHL. Also, Boost Mobile, and you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge, and you can switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. You get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line and a free 5G phone when you switch so you can get the latest episodes quickly. 
all on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. That is Boost Mobile. The free phone is limited to new customers and it's one per line. Additional restrictions apply. All right. Uh, so the way that things are going right now for the NHL in terms of revenue and, uh, you know, is, is the game progressing? All of that honestly is trending towards yes. Things are going in the right direction for the NHL. Everyone looks at the salary cap as kind of like the, the litmus test on how things are really going. And if the salary cap goes up, revenues have gone up, you know, team valuations have gone up. And that's just a positive for everybody across the board. It's going to still take a couple of years because the salary cap is directly tied to revenue. If revenue is 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 increasing, then that allows the the salary cap salary cap to increase. <clears throat> the projections for the NHL are at the pre-COVID level. They're almost exactly the same. So the salary cap is not really going to go up that much. And we know that next year it's going to go up $1 million. And the year after that, it'll go up a million dollars. The players in all of this, not to get too <laughs> over analytical. And confuse people, but players pay into what's known as an escrow account, and they haven't been paying that. There's been like this agreement to not pay that because it's been, you know, with the whole with all COVID and everything, but they're starting to pay it back now, and it should be paid back in full in three years. Once that happens, the rev the the uh, and revenue should be going up more. The escrow is paid off. And we should see a significant bump in salary cap. That will happen at the end of the 2023-2024 season. So we have to finish this year, next year, and the year after that, and then going into that off season. I don't know what it will be, but right now, what's the cap? 81 and a half million. Yep. Next year it's going up to 82 and a half. The year after that, 83 and a half. What it goes up from there, I don't know. I can't even. Will it go? What's a significant bump? Ninety million? Yeah. Ninety-five million? I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff to take into account. But the league is doing very well with its new television deals. Um, what what else? I mean, the the Seattle Kraken coming into play. That that's all just cash revenue. So there there's a lot to be uh, excited about and look forward to when it comes to these. But we have to wait a few years to get. <clears throat> Having said all that, Nathan McKinnon's contract, he has this year left on it, and he has next year. After that, he is an unrestricted free agent, can sign with anybody. I'm not going to go into that of of where he's going to go. Let's just assume I think he wants to stay in Colorado, and let's just assume the Avalanche re-sign him, which I think we all expect them to do, be very aggressive in doing that. Whatever contract he signs – uh, at the end of that first year is when this new revenue bump and salary cap bump will take place. How, does this affect his signing at all? In that, does he it, does he sign a short contract similar to what LeBron James did? Mm-hmm. And I just thought LeBron James did this not that long ago where he signed like a two-year deal and people are like, why is he doing that? He knew. He knew what was coming for what kind of exactly what the NHL is going through with new TV deals and what happened. Contracts went through the roof in the NBA. It's not going to go that, you know, we're not going to NBA levels. But does does Nathan McKinnon, if he wants to be a businessman, sign 
like a two year deal with expectations that when that runs out, I can even bump it up even more. Or does he, or is he that, is he that kind of a greedy guy? I don't get that he is, but you know, we all want to say this is a business until the players want to like do something like this. And then we're like, Oh, now now they're being greedy. This is going to be really, really interesting. And especially in a point that, that is kind of in the rumor stage, but Bettman came out and confirmed this. We are dancing around the possible acquisition of a 33rd team and possibly happen. And, but that see, not happen. But in Quebec, <laughs> uh, Bettman is talking. Yeah. He wants to, and he's already said he wants to keep the Yotes in Arizona. So there's, yeah. there's no move but, there. But, so, but here, here's here's the reason why he wants to keep Arizona where they are. Because if they move, he looks like a failure. He's exactly. done everything possible to keep Arizona right where they are. And if everything works out, okay, even if they have to move arenas, he doesn't care about that. As long as they stay in Arizona, because he has moved mountains for them to stay there. And if they move, he looks like an idiot and his narcissistic behavior cannot handle that. Which only leads to if, when this salary cap is supposed to bump, if he, if he talks to <clears throat> Quebec and possibly brings in another team, that team will get started when that salary cap bumps and it boosts that bump even more. It so, does, but, but d- just I, keep, keep all that in mind. Like yeah. things are healthy enough that this conversation is happening. And Nathan, yeah. Mc, Nathan McKinnon also sees this and knows this. Mm-hmm. He says he's loyal to the team these next two years we will test that loyalty if this is another second round exit or thing the wheels fall off and this is another first round exit and Mm. we start going backwards a little bit we'll see how nathan mckinnon says i want to keep this team together and i'll take that less money it's hard it's easy to say you'll take less money when you know this cap's going to be flat yeah but when the promise of exponential bumps and we really don't I mean, know the figures off these ESPN deals and TNT yet. Yeah. But with Jersey acquisitions, I know right now the it is almost impossible to get those reverse retros that yeah. they put out last year. You can't find them. People are buying them left and right. And like the Jersey freaks are buying them up. Yeah. So that, that money's going somewhere. So once these figures start coming out and this cap touches the 90 million from where we've been sitting at 81 and a half guys like Nathan McKinnon who say, yeah, I'll take less to keep this team together. What's potentially out there. And you could be the first 10 million guy, like the first 11, 12, like, well, I mean, cause right now who's the big Connor, Connor McDavid's at, at 12. Is it, is he exactly at 12 or 11 and a half? Isn't Austin Matthews up at like 12 or 13. Uh, let me look quick. Um, so let's see. We like, got... wouldn't you like if you're not able to bring home hardware? Wouldn't Ooh, Con- you like to... Connor McDavid's at twelve five? Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Wouldn't you like to be the first fifteen? That's what I'm saying. Like, wh- what is the increase going to be? Um, Austin Matthews is eleven six four, so okay. he's almost a million less than than uh, McDavid. Whatever, but. Yeah. Do, do, do you like that's that's the question is like, OK, if you can get like 12 now, do you make this short term deal to get 14? 
is that worth it in the long run? I don't know. But does he, I can see him doing either. I can see him saying, no, just give me a long-term deal. I'm fine with 10, $11 million a year. That's more money than I don't know what to do with the rest of my life. I'm fine. I want to stay here. Give me a max contract and we're good. Or does he play the business role and say, you know what? Give me two years. I'll give you guys two more years if we haven't won it by then. If they haven't done it, if they haven't lifted a cut by then, then he says, I'll give you guys two more years. And that works twofold. You get two more years of me to try to win this thing if you haven't already, or even if you have, win another one. And then after that, I know the cap has gone up. It, if you if he does two years, it's already gone up for a year, so you know exactly what it's going to be at. And then you you still cash in because you're still under 30 years old. You can still get a seven-year deal if he goes to another team, and you're still cashing in one way or another. He could do either, and and I would I would understand either one of those. And you have the potential of, okay, let's just say we haven't won it by then. Mm-hmm. You have the avalanche saying we'll pay you nine maybe 10 to stay and then you have by this time will Sidney crosby be in the league there will be a hole and there will be pittsburgh with some money that says hey would you come in and fill Sidney's shoes and get us back to where we know we can be it's a new challenge it's a new team and there are other teams out there like i know arizona could throw this money at him today like there are teams easily with the cap room that can do this money today and say, hey, Nathan, you're the piece we need. We can get you the cup that you can't get in Colorado. That's where this becomes interesting. Well, I don't know if we get it in Arizona. <laughs> you no, know, you're not going to get it Arizona. there. Uh, not right away anyway, but uh, it, it it's interesting. All this stuff is very interesting. I mean, he might be sitting there like thinking like, whatever, you, like all these, you know, uh, journalists and podcast hosts can talk about whatever they want. I'm not going anywhere. I, I'm, I'm staying here. I fully believe the Avs are prepared to pay him, you know, not Connor McDavid money, but Austin Matthews money. Because I, I, I'm expecting 11 to 11 and a half. And another factor to think about, like, what's more important at this point? Do you want to pay for the rest of your life? Do you want that Stanley Cup? Because he's watching Matt Calvert not be able to finish a full career. Right. Bowen Byram possibly not be able mm. to even start a career. And then Nathan McKinnon sitting there looking at himself like, what am I chasing and what am I going to have when it's all said and done? It's a big risk. It's a big, big risk. Very good point. All right. Uh, having said that, um, you know, we're kind of guessing where, where Nathan McKinnon is going to be playing and cashing in. Are the Olympic athletes from the NHL, I should say, are the NHL players going to be playing in the Olympics? That is very much in doubt now, and we'll kind of talk about why and if they really should do it. <clears throat> but first, we're going to talk about Stance, and uh, new, they're a new sponsor with us for a couple weeks now, but uh, they were founded in 2009, and they're an apparel company, and they represent a radical re- reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. They have a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborate- collaborators, for the ultimate in style and self-expression. If you listen to us, uh, you know that we are very excited that they have an entire uh, Wu-Tang section you of their it. website. Oh, my God. It's wonderful stuff. I mean, who doesn't want Wu-Tang socks? I want it all. Exactly. Uh, and this is because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are 
and how you feel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off of your first purchase. Use the promo code locked on at checkout to apply the discounts and enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance. So if you told me, like I said, a couple months ago, six months ago, that, you know, when we found out that the Olympics would have NHL players, this was because this is what the players wanted in the collective bargaining agreement. They, they were bargaining for this. They were dealing for this. And the owners were like, that's what you guys want. Uh, There was some, some things given up to allow this to happen, but this is what the players wanted. And I, and I give a lot of kudos to the owners for letting it happen. Now it seems like it's really up in the air. And I, I, over the course of like, the weeks and months, my 100% of them going is it lessens like at like 5% every week. <laughs> and now we're at like, I would say it's like 51 to 49. They don't go. And the big reason now is because the, I think it was the Chinese government came out and said, if any athlete tests positive for COVID while they are over there, they have to quarantine there for anywhere from two weeks up to five weeks. And that could be a deal breaker. You cannot leave China. You can't even come home to quarantine uh, if you test positive while you are over there. So this is a problem for many reasons. The big one being if you're over there, Say say you test positive for the gold medal game. You not only can you not test or not can not play in the gold medal game, you have to stay there. Let's say worst case scenario, five weeks. Now you are missing the NHL season that picks back up for how many games? This is disaster written all over it. And I think this might be the breaking point for the players where they're like, uh, uh, this is no good. It's back to the previous segment. We're about your loyalty. This is, do you want to play country? Yeah. Or do you want to play with like your brothers that you have went through training camp and preseason and day in, day out, like they always hold their self accountable. And when they let somebody down, they're always in the locker room. Hey, that's my bad. That's on me. If you get in that gold medal game on the cusp of playing for your country and then you pop positive and you're, quarantine from two to five weeks not only do you not get to play for your you don't get to play for your team and then that team is there if it's two to five weeks that team's about to start rolling and then what if that team starts hitting the skids because you're not there like that is it's a huge thing to think about and the the players that are going over there are the top line players so who's going to be missed on said team is one of your stars. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it you look at Canada, everybody on Canada is a top six forward or a uh, top four pairing on D like you're going to be missing a significant player if this happens. And for the avalanche, we just went through it on the roster. They could have upwards of eight players and it's different by country. You know, 
it, who knows? It doesn't matter per team, obviously, when you go over there in terms of the avalanche. But, uh, you know, if, if there's an outbreak on Team Canada, there's a lot of guys uh, that are, you know, upper echelon players that are going to be missed back home. That could be scary. And we wish the best and good luck to Curtis McDermott representing yourself in the uh, Olympics. We will we'll have fun without you. <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. I, I think this could be, uh, this could be like the, the deal breaker. Um, I just don't, I just, I, what, what, what is the, I mean, like you're saying like the, 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 the significant part of it is, yeah, you want to play for your country and that, that you want to play for a gold medal. And there's a lot of teams, uh, Adam and I did it a couple of weeks ago where we were looking at, mm-hmm. uh, what the, the possible, uh, rosters for each country. And yeah, Canada is a great team, but there's some other teams that that could really make a run for it. So there's there's you know you there's a lot to play for here, and I think a lot of these players are wanting to get back into that mode of like let's go win a, a gold medal for for our country and just experience the Olympics. But if you're stuck there, I mean, I mean, th- think about like Nathan McKinnon. If if Nathan McKinnon gets stuck over there uh, right towards the end and and can't participate and then can't play in four or five of avalanche games and he and he's not even in the country to be able to watch those games he's overseas in china like that would crush him it's that that would absolutely crush him and i think the big thing that we haven't mentioned we act like this is going to be a player decision but i think gary bettman's about to have to step in because he can't keep calgary going he can't keep ottawa going um, New Jersey's having problems right now. Yeah. Like it's hard to keep the NHL season going right now with positive tests. So it, yeah, here's the interesting thing with that. Like they have until November, November, uh, January 10th to make a final decision. And so that's just less than a month. And and they, they are going to gather a ton of information between uh, now and then, and then make a decision. I think we're going to get a decision on like, so, uh, why do I keep saying other months than January? Why can't I get in January? <laughs> Retroactive. G- month. Yeah, I know. Uh, reverse retro month. Uh, <laughs> Jan- I think we're going to hear something like January 9th. Like, I yeah. think this is going to go up to the very last day. They're going to get as much information as possible, much as much, uh, you know, input from the players as possible. And right now, Bettman is still saying this is up to the players. He's not, He's not jumping in saying, you know, no, because I don't think he you're if you jump in, you told the players you can go. You told them you go. This was your decision. And and we made cassette concessions on both sides for you to go. You step in and say, no, I get why he would do it. Um, If the players react negatively to that, you're going to have a a really nasty uh, contract negotiation the next time the CBA is up. And I, I think, honestly, I think this hinges on what happens with New Jersey right now because they're the new team that people are starting and it's starting to like seep out a little bit. If that – you can't have – we haven't had it yet this season, but two teams get shut down for a weekend or a couple games If because we have Calgary. We were supposed to have hockey last night, and we didn't because Calgary has been postponed. Right. If you have New Jersey and Calgary out at the same time, this is one of those things that Bettman's got to sit down and talk to the players like, hey, guys, we're, we're already kind of 
trying to balance it here as it is like if we upset this apple cart and come back and we have to shut down five teams then we have a problem yeah i'm looking at because i think alex petrangelo came out didn't he yes Uh, he said he hasn't decided but he he has a lot of concern Mm -hmm. um and he he's come out and said it you know I, i think i think there's a lot of guys that are that are feeling the exact same way that he is right now and i think as this next month goes on we'll hear a lot more guys kind of have that mindset of, I don't know if this is worth it. Yeah, I want to go, but it might not be the best thing to do. And if they don't go by all account, because that month of February is vacant, Mm -hmm. it will remain vacant. They're, they're not gonna, they might slot in games that were missed that that's what they'll use it for, but it's not like the season is going to back up a month. Uh, you will have a month off of hockey of the NHL anyway for 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 the month of February. That's not going to change. Um, but the fact that they're they're going or or not going, I think is is going to change very much. And an entire month of hockey with without any hockey sounds terrible. But as an Avalanche fan, all you hear is R and R, baby. Yeah, could be a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they did last year when. When they had those uh, COVID breaks, I mean, yeah. they used them to get healthy. And look at guys like you know Ryan Graves came back strong. Yeah, uh, even JT Comfort came back and played played a little bit better. So some some guys can use it for a positive. Yeah, the Avalanche as a whole, they, they better come back from uh, the month of February one hundred percent healthy. So, all right, so that's gonna do it for today. But send us, uh, let us know how, what you guys think about any of this stuff today. Is is the game against the Rangers? Uh, I don't know what other phrase can we use other than trap game. I don't know, a, a, a letdown game, maybe. I don't. It, I don't it could be a surprisingly difficult game. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the cap situation? And what do you think about the Olympic situation? Let us know. Lockdownavalanche at gmail.com or find us on uh, social media on Twitter or Instagram. But that's going to do it for today. So thank you, everybody, once again for making this your first listen of the day. Check out Locked On NHL. Make that your second listen of the day and get caught up from all this stuff, maybe even some Olympic stuff uh, from around the league. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche podcast, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.